Hey guys, welcome back to Spill Mama, your one-stop shop for all things mama. No matter what stage of motherhood you're in, we are here for you. I'm Taylor. And I'm Carly. Welcome back. Uh, Last episode, we talked about the challenges of being a new mom. And this episode, we want to highlight the many joys of motherhood. There are so many. There are. And we did something not similar, the exact same yeah. <laughs> that we did for our episode last week, too. We both just took to our personal Instagrams and put up some question boxes and yeah. just wanted to hear from people yeah. um, on this topic. Yeah, and you'll notice, I mean, the whole point of this podcast is to create a space mm-hmm. for conversations around aspects of motherhood that are hard um, and that are just not as commonly talked about. So as you listen to our episodes, you'll notice that we we really do want to have an open dialogue with you guys, and we'll ask for your participation participation on our social media pretty often. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what we want. We want that. We want to feel connected with you yeah. guys. That's the whole point of this. Yep. Um, and you can also email us with any topics you wish were discussed or items that you want us to dive deeper on. Yeah. I mean, on the last episode, we said this so, we said this so many times that we're going to dive deeper on certain yeah. topics. And we are. But just let us know. Like, yeah. if, you, if there's something that you want us to harp on, um, we will listen. We will never share your name. Um, I think that's important because I think a lot of times people are afraid to yeah. share because they don't want <laughs> their information out yeah whatever um, you share with us is yeah it's, like it's safe and for also sure. like if and if you ever just want to share something with us that you want to be kept confidential but you just need yeah. a safe place to land yes that just is know. amazing too yeah absolutely um we're just going to share your answers not yep. your name so yeah yeah so let's jump in yeah um we want to hear from each other on the questions that we ask on instagram and we're also going to share a handful of responses that we got from our followers because yep. they were so awesome so great Um, so I feel like there's a lot of expected joys Mm -hmm. in motherhood. Like, I mean, I think you want to become a mom a lot of the times because you want to feel that joy, right? Um, but there's so many unexpected joys. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think that was really awesome. So that was one of the questions that we posted and the answers were amazing. Um, just things that are just a pleasant surprise along the way. So Tay, what were some of the unexpected joys for you after becoming Sayla's mom? I think, I think just watching her grow and learn things. Oh my gosh! Like I know, I that feels like an obvious thing that you would enjoy. But the level of excitement that I feel, (laughs) like when that child rolled over for the first time. Oh my! Like you would have thought that she had brought home a gold medal in the Olympics. She did basically, (laughs) and just you know, it's just it's so fun. Like so the first steps, the first giggle, like watching her figure out how to talk, like. The mom voice is in full effect. It's so annoying. Like, I know mine is annoying. you can't annoying. help it. Yeah. It's just something inside of you that, like, comes alive. It wells up inside, yeah. and you just cannot contain it. You can't. It. <laughs> so I've loved – and just watching, like – and I can't imagine how awesome that is the older that sh- that yes. kids get when yes. they're, like, learning concepts and ideas and skills yeah. and all of that. So I'm already worried about myself as, like, a sports mom. Sports? Kids play oh, sports. my gosh. Let's not – we can't be those moms. We can't, but we But I be. am <laughs> even that way. Like, he eats a banana, and I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> you did it. Yes, for sure. Like, just normal things. Oh, yeah. So um, another thing is, as she's gotten older, I'm, like, I'm always so excited for bedtime. I'll just be real. I am. Because it means, <laughs> You're you ready. Know, it's me time or yes. it's Neil and I time, whatever. Yes. But I was genuinely surprised. I feel like I always – I hear this all the time now, and I heard it before becoming a mom. Like, 
you're so ready for them to go to sleep. And then as soon as they're asleep, you miss them so much. You're like, wait, and, can you come back? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, whatever, guys. And then it happened. It happened. And you're like scrolling through your pictures yes. and videos of the day. And you're like, should we wake her up? Or just like, like staring so at them fun. on the monitor. Like yeah. it's so creepy. So creepy. But you're like, she's so fun. Should we wake her up? I know. So oh my I think that those are the things that I like didn't expect to be so excited about. I love that. What about you? So I think for me – Watching the people that I love, love on River, like, mm-hmm. that just – I was not – I was not prepared for that. Yeah. It just, like, wakes something inside of you. Mm-hmm. To watch, like, my parents and siblings and friends yeah. love on him, like, it just really has affected me in a way I just did not think it because he is so well-loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's getting to the age now where he's going to, like, reciprocate it. Yes, and Which he is does. so fun. Like, when yes. he's excited to see, like, oh, grandma. He recognizes yeah, people. And then so it, it lights up their world. 100%. And then, and then that just makes me <laughs> yeah. even more excited because – I just – it obviously takes a village yeah. to raise a child. And just to Amen. know that he is so loved, like, mm-hmm. it just brings about a joy that you just can't explain yeah. until it happens to you. Yeah. Um. And then also watching my husband, David, be a dad. Like, mm, yeah. I mean, I know that's kind of like you hear that. That was just like a stereotypical mm. response. But, like, my love for him has grown so much because I see how much he loves yeah. our son. Like, it really is so incredible. Um. And some answers from y'all. This is kind of similar to what we said. Yeah. Um, in quotes, I didn't know how much I would love staring at someone so much. Super creep. <laughs> it's so <laughs> true that. They're, Just like when calling ourselves creep. Sleep. I mean, and it's like this little person that you've like yeah. wondered what they look like. Oh my gosh. So they yes. come out and you just, you have to, you have stare. to know every part of them. You have to just stare at them. Do you ever just like watch Sayla's profile? Like I yes. would literally, if River's like watching a TV show, I just like stare at his face. Yeah. That is uber creepy. <laughs> it's okay. I'm like, you're so cute. <laughs> um, yeah. Another one was in quotes, my kids being legitimately funny. Yes. So I feel like this is probably when your kids are older, mm-hmm. right? Like, and you realize that your kid has a sense of humor. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I helped produce that. Like, yeah. Yeah. this kid is actually funny. funny. Yes. I mean, we think our kids are funny now. But yeah, like, but when they're, they're actually. I mean, most people don't think they're funny. Cause yeah. It's just stuff that we think is funny. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, and then another quote, laughing together. I generally think my daughter is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, another one is waking my baby up each morning. Oh, the best. I miss him so much while he's sleeping, mm-hmm. which is exactly what you just said. Yeah. But like, you know when you see them on the monitor and they're like standing up? River's to the stage where he's standing up now. Yeah. And he looks up. He'll look at the camera. Yeah. And then you walk in, he like puts his arms up. It's the best. I just... It just does something. I know. Sayla's doing that when we open the door. She'll yes. say, Mama. Oh my God. It's the best. <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Um, and then lastly, this is actually one of my close friends that said this. She said that one, that her kids are some of her closest friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has to be a joy that you just like, it just like an unending joy. Yeah. Because I think that's what I want to be. I want to be my kid's mother first and foremost Mm -hmm. but also I want to be their friend and I've watched this friend she really her kids they're older and they love hanging out with her like on the weekends they want to hang out with her like don't you want that to be the case yes that's that's just amazing I was telling you uh yesterday that I saw a girl I follow on Instagram posted about how people talk about how you only get 18 summers with your kids before I really can't hear every time you say that I just like (laughs) it makes me cringe Carly like shriveled I like shriveled inside and I got chills (laughs) Don't ever say that again. But 18 she, summers but she is was not saying enough. she's like in her late 30s and she was saying she was like posting that she was at her parents' house with her kids. Yeah. And she was like, it's just not true. Like I love coming home and hanging out with my parents. Oh, and yeah. we do too. We love going to hang out with our parents. Same. And so I think that that is like a, a thing of like 
there is space for you to be like the parent, but also the friend. Yes. And it's I love so that. It's great. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that a lot of the joys of life are overcoming things that are hard. Mm. Um, so I want to hear from you something that you're proud of overcoming in those first few weeks of motherhood. Cause Ooh, they Woof. are. Um, it's so hard, like, kind of talking about yourself that, like, you're, what you're proud of, you know? It feels weird. <laughs> it but, I mean, we that's what we're breaking down these walls because yeah. we should talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I So I am proud of myself um, in the fact that I was able to breastfeed. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I want to say this. I do not take this lightly because I know that it's, like, mm-hmm. a touchy subject. And I do not give myself all the credit. I, it was hard. And I, like, I, you have to work at it. And it took a lot of time. Um, but I do think that, like, I'm proud of myself that I was able to work through that. It was yeah. it was hands down the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Like so much time, so much effort. Like just all the questions in your head of like, am I actually supplying enough for my yeah. child? Like you just go back and forth and it was just a really difficult time. Yeah. And this was honestly, I would say breastfeeding and feeding in general was one of the biggest things that people talked about. Yeah, like for sure. Just what they were going through in postpartum. Mm-hmm. Um and then like just surviving the lack of sleep. Yes. Like, what? I was yes, just telling what? David. The correct response to that is uh, Like, what? David and I always say, W-U-T, what? Like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I think I blacked out, like, the first couple of months. Not really. But seriously, because yeah. we were just so sleep-deprived. So I think that I'm proud of, like, actually getting through that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think most new moms feel that way. Like, yeah. just surviving. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. You are just so sleep deprived and you're really not yourself. You know what I mean? No, not at all. It's a very different version of you. <laughs> yes. What about you? What would you say? That is mine, honestly. It's yeah. making it through that zombie stage. Yeah. Like just I said in our first episode, Sayla was not an amazing sleeper. Sayla, if you ever listen to this, I love you dearly, but you tortured me. <laughs> Torture. <laughs> For six months of your life. Yes. With sleep. You were yeah. made me happy in other ways. But I she just didn't sleep. And I basically, I was working, but I basically, I took a maternity leave yeah. as well. And um, so Neil and Sayla was in the NICU for the first couple weeks of her life. So that, that was kind of like Neil's off time. So when we I didn't like, even think about that. Yeah. So when we got home, he just went right back he had to, to work. Go back. Yeah. So we walked in with a newborn into our house and like the NICU nurses who are hands down the most oh amazing God. people on the planet, they were helping a lot. So we walked into this like, okay, so we're home. And then it was just like, just me. For and a lot like, of the time. What do I do? And I was so tired. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I remember one night. Okay, did you ever do the thing where you would like wake up in the middle of the night and like pat the bed beside you and be like, "Where, where's River? Okay, I I had so many dreams. Like, mm-hmm. okay, River never laid in the bed with us, but I would have a dream that yeah. he was in the bed and then I would wake up and I couldn't find him and I was in a panic. Yeah, well, Is that's that what you're saying. Yeah, Sayla slept in the bassinet yeah. next to us. Like, she, was, she never yes. got in bed with us either. But I still would, like, pat the bed and be like, oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh, where is she? So one night, it was a week of, like, just truly no sleep. So one night, I got up to uh, go to the bathroom. And I – when she was really little, I w- she was so fussy and had to be held all the time. Yeah. So I would just, like, hold her while mm-hmm. I would pee. <laughs> <laughs> I love Like, that. we're getting real. Here we are. Here we are. So I would just do that. So I got up in the middle of the night one night, and I had to pee. And I just, like, took her with me. And, I mean, it was, like, 2 in the morning. And – I am, like, so tired that I start to fall asleep. Oh, my and gosh. she's, like, slipping out of my arms. <gasps> I look down, and Carly, it's a heating pad. What? It's not Taylor. <laughs> Wait, Taylor, I've never heard this story. I really, in my mind, I went to bed, I had cramps, and I put a heating pad on, and it was, like, still warm. 
And so I was so tired that I thought I was carrying Sayla. And I was, she was asleep. Wait, where was Sayla? She was asleep. Okay. She was never even awake. <laughs> oh I was so, like, out of my head tired. That's how, that's how it is, Yes, though. and I took that heating pad with me to the bathroom. And I, like, I was At least you weren't about to drop I know. Though. I don't know if I was actually about to drop her, <laughs> but, like, in my head funny. I was. And it was a heating pad. And that's the level of tired that I was at. And That is a real zombie stage. I'm pretty sure that day I, like, called my mom and was like, I'm coming to your house and I'm just going to nap. Mayday, mayday. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my god. Um, so a lot of a lot of people, some answers from our followers, a lot of people, like we said, said uh, feeding struggles, mm-hmm. breastfeeding. Sleep deprivation was a big one. Um uh, one of my friends, Kate, said this, and I love it. Proud that I put her in her crib and walked away. It felt like I was choosing trust over fear. I think that is just so beautiful how I she said too. that. Yeah. Um, I think, like, that is such a huge step. So when did Sayla sleep on her – or when would when was she in her own room? Uh, it wasn't until, like, three or four months, I think. Okay. Because I, like, for us, River had to be out of our room pretty early on. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, six weeks because he just was not sleeping at all. Mm -hmm. And so we had to move into his own room. And, like, let me tell you, that first night when they're not right beside – it's hard anyways when they're right beside you. Yeah. Because you just want to – like, you watch them breathe. Mm -hmm. But then when you put them, like, in their own crib, step away, like – it is so scary. Yeah. It is honestly terrifying. And I love that, that she was choosing trust over fear. Yeah. Like – For me, it was hard – when I read this, I thought about just like just putting her down because she was such a fussy baby. It felt yeah. like I had to be holding her all the time. So when yeah. I would put her down and if she would just cry. Yeah. Just setting her down. Yeah, like I knew she was fine. I knew yeah. she was, you know, had a fresh diaper. Yeah. She'd been fed. Like she just, because I, I just, I couldn't hold her 24 seven. Yeah. It's not possible. And so for me, I resonated with that. Of I had to do that a few times and it yeah. felt really nerve wracking. And that's okay. Yeah. Um. Someone said surviving. That's real. <laughs> Preach. And then someone said, um, overcoming severe postpartum depression. Yeah. Which we said, um, we're going to come back and do like a full episode mm-hmm. on this because, um, first of all, that is definitely something that you should be incredibly proud, proud of. of. Yes, absolutely. Um, and we want to give that like it's due diligence and space to talk mm-hmm. about that. Um, so yeah, those are some things. For yeah. Y'all. And so next question we asked was, um, what is something that your baby or your child is doing right now that makes you happy? I just love this question. I do too. Didn't you have so much fun reading through these yeah. things? It was so fun. It was but sweet. Tay, what about you, Asayla? What is she doing right now? Um, I It's just fun right now. Like her little personality, I, I feel like I say this every couple of months, it's just coming out more and more. Because yeah. it's just such a drastic difference from like the newborn mm-hmm. blob stage. You know, like, like it doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. Except cry. Um, <laughs> so she is saying like two to three word sentences now, which oh is just fun. And so fun for her to be able to communicate to us. Like I can only imagine. There was such a frustration barrier when she started yeah. saying like a couple words and now we're kind of communicating. That's which is so fun. It is really fun. Yes. I love how she, and I love how she says words like milk right now is milk. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Who taught her that? Neil says that it's I'm just sure. Her. It's just she can't like say milk? the I right. I love that. And then she calls Neil daddy and me mama and she'll say that separately. But like when we're together, she says mama daddy. You're one person. Mama, daddy. She loves her Neil and <laughs> kiss. So, oh, my gosh. She'll, like, oh, pull yeah. our faces together. Yeah. Okay. So Taylor's little girl loves when she kisses her husband. Uh-huh. Okay. River hates it. He gives me, like, David's the death. David's moving out with his yes, girl. Yes. He gives us, like, the death stare. That is so, <laughs> so funny. So we just keep doing it. <laughs> I love it. What about you? What are some things that are making you happy? 
So River is learning to walk. Oh. He is crawling all Freedom over the place. Is coming, honey. Yes, he is like pulling up and definitely like what's it called cruising like yeah. on the furniture and stuff. Yeah. Um, he is getting frustrated because like he pushes his walker and wants to go so much faster mm-hmm. than his little like, legs can keep up yeah. with. Um, but just like watching him learn, it is just and he's so happy when yeah. he's walking because they want to be up. Yeah, they want to be moving and like. This is one of those things, like, a lot of people tell you, don't wish away, don't wish it away, don't wish the time away. But, like, for us, I was so excited for River to crawl because he wanted to so bad, and it was very frustrating for him to not. So I feel the same way. Like, I know he's ready. Like, he wants to walk, Mm -hmm. and I think he'll be so much happier. So that has been fun. And then also, Taylor, he does this. So we taught him how to wave, obviously. But, like, the other day, he just started waving with both hands. Like, (laughs) I wish you guys could see, but I'm doing it right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you like, look uh, amazing. <laughs> I look great. I look kind of crazy, but it is so cute, cute when he does yeah. it. Like, oh my gosh, don't you just want to like bottle up forever? I know, for real. Uh, I love it. Um, and so some of the answers from y'all, one of them was saying, I love you unprompted. I can't wait for that. Oh, uh, that has to just best. like, like kill, like go straight to I the I mean, soul. I die right now when I get like an unsolicited hug yes, or a kiss. or a kiss. And so oh I can't gosh. imagine hearing that. Yes. Another one is dancing. Is Sayla dancing right now? She, the girl loves to dance. Bruno Mars is is her thing wait same girl yeah same <laughs> love that river's not dancing yet but i'm i'm ready for it's it really fun. i'm a big dancer you know so i'm hoping that he'll be a dancer yeah. who knows um first giggle oh uh, that that is the sound to bottle up right there yes we have a video of him we got giggling a video for the first of time Salo's first one too it was amazing because you're kind of like did that just happen was yeah. that real was that an intended laugh uh-huh. like you know what i mean oh it's, it's just, the best because uh. it's always when they're that little it's always like a belly laugh yeah it's a belly it's laugh so cute it is adorable um cleaned up after themselves without being asked hey, wow that reflects that that's on you mom G- yeah good job whichever mom put that yeah. i'm just very impressed because same <laughs> we want to be the, we want to be you <laughs> um and then lastly blowing kisses Sweet. Is Sayla doing that? She she, she loves to blow a kiss. Yeah, okay. she's oh my a gosh. she. I'm ready. She blows kisses to strangers in stores, which I'm like, <laughs> maybe you know, not. There's in. a line there. Yeah. <laughs> you may want to rein like, that. Like we want to encourage a, to her to be kind, but like maybe yes. it's not like kisses. Yeah. <laughs> um, our next question was, what is one encouraging thing that you would tell your postpartum self? Um, Car, what would you tell yourself? Like I said, I, like, kind of forgot a lot about postpartum, like, yeah. right after, you know, the several weeks. I honestly think God made our brains that way so that yeah, we were talking we about having this. kids. It's like you think you kind of, like, do black out the hard times kind because of, yeah. then you want another one. And it's, like, sort of insanity. But anyways, um, I think that I would say the hard times are fleeting. Mm-hmm. Like, even though those first couple weeks and months were so tough, like, when I look back on it, it was, like, a blink, yeah. you know? And so just soak up every cuddle. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Rivers to the age where, like, he doesn't really – he doesn't fall asleep on me anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, I miss that. Yeah. He used to sleep on me all the time, like, in the wraps and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I just, like, truly miss that. Um, and then I had a mom friend tell me this the other day. She said – Every stage has a new set of challenges, mm-hmm. so just, like, enjoy the one you're in. Yeah. And I, like, I really, really resonated with that because I feel like a lot of the times you are kind of rushing into the you're next anticipating stage. anticipating the next yeah. thing. Yeah. You're like, this is a really hard stage because my te- my child is teething. Yeah. Okay, well, in the next stage, they may be telling you no. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. So just, like, try to find the joy in each of that. Like, this is me speaking to myself. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have told myself that Um, because it really is, like, the hard times are, they're gone in an they instant. They are, just like the good times. That's like, uh, yeah. anytime Sailor's gone through a stage that's felt, like, harder, like, 
like I know River was doing this for a while. Yeah. Is he still waking up like the crack of dawn? He is a morning person. He does yeah. sleep till about six fifteen or six thirty. But he was waking up like five. Oh for no, a no, while. no, it was like five to five thirty yeah. every morning. So Sailor went through that stage yeah. too. And there's been a couple of things where I remember my my friend Casey was like. I know it feels like it's lasting forever Ever. right now. She's like, I guarantee you, you get a month out and you'll look back and be like, yeah. it was like a couple of days. Yeah, or a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. If that. Yeah. And, and then, it wasn't. It was way longer. Yeah. And it's so true. It and is that's so like, true. we were just saying that. Yeah, Neil and I were just talking yesterday about that, about how like the we're having a hard stage right now. And I said, I said, when did we, we just looked at each other like two weeks ago and said, like, she has been so happy and yeah. content. Yeah. And, and then two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> and but she's that's, on to but the I next. I was saying it out loud to tell myself, like, that feels like it was so long ago, but it wasn't. And now, like, this hard stage, like, it feels like it forever. will eventually be gone. Yes. Yeah. It's just a, such a good reminder. Yeah. Um, what about you? What would you say? Um, so it's a little different for me since I didn't like, actually experience the physical aspect of bringing a baby earthside, but I would tell myself to make more room for the big emotions that I had, Mm. um, just with a lot of things. Like, we will talk about this in a whole episode later on, but Neil and I have walked through a pretty long season of infertility, Mm -hmm. and it was like a combination of, like, we were becoming parents and like adoption has its own set of emotions Mm -hmm. and it's really wonderful, but it's also really sad and heavy. And then also Sailor was in the NICU, which was like terrifying. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine. And just so overwhelming. Um, We were really far from home and I just, I didn't like, I would have a breakdown every couple of days Mm -hmm. and I really wish I could go back and like, just say out loud how I was feeling every day and like uh, acknowledge it and allow myself to, you know, sit in it for maybe a few minutes and then, and then like do on. what I had to do to like show up and be there for her. Um, I think so, just like saying it out loud. Yeah. Does wonders. Like, I agree. You know, just hearing yourself say it, like this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, so some answers from you guys about um, going back and talking to your postpartum self. Uh, someone said, I wish I knew it would take me a full year to feel like myself again. And mm-hmm. that's okay. I've yes. heard that from a lot of friends. That but it takes about it, a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, like, from start of when you're actually pregnant to when you give birth, yeah. it's about the same time. It really is. Yeah. And give yourself that time. Yeah. Um, listen to what your body needs, not on another mama's journey. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, you don't have to go back to how your body once was. You can go to a new good place. Okay. We talk about this a lot yeah. because I really have a problem with the phrase, the bounce back body yeah, let's or just, like let's cancel it guys <laughs> we can cancel that yeah and or like even just saying you want to get your body back yeah, yeah i i really actually hate it because i'm like you know your body was not your own you just housed your child mm-hmm. like let's just move past that like your body is is different and it's mm-hmm. changed and it should be yeah. so like let's move on and stop saying that yeah like it's just I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Done. It only there brings it only brings negative feelings. <laughs> We're done. Don't say it again. <laughs> Sorry, no, that was I'm a kidding. little aggressive. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm with you. It is. It's so like I don't know. It's just it's and also it's like not the thing. I mean, you need to be taking care of yourself. Yeah. You know, like for sure, be mentally, healthy. physically, all of those yeah. things. Like you know, eat your vegetables. We're all about get being healthy. Yeah, but like, but it shouldn't. I feel like it's this thing that is like like top three priority for yes. people in their mind because of what society tells us. I totally agree. Like it just feels like this thing of like, oh, your belly is so cute while you're pregnant. And then as soon as you give birth, it's like, you want to oh. be flat again? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> not gonna happen. Yeah. So, um, so, and then a couple of other ones. Just one, 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 one of my friends <laughs> said to relax that you will have a routine again. Yeah. Okay. That's a big one. Wow, that mm-hmm. was so good for me because. I am a routine person. Yeah. I didn't think that I was. And you said you're a routine person too, oh, right? Big routine. I am, yeah. I am a rhythms girl through and yes. through. Yeah. So like it was hard to know that like we probably won't be in a routine for a little while, but it will come. Like yeah. it's going to come. Yeah. Um, another one is speak up, don't suffer silently. Mm. I think that's great. That's I think that's like one. an underlying thing that we're going to say this whole time is yeah. just speak up. Yeah. Tell people how you feel. Yeah. Um, and then another one was be present because time is so fleeting, which mm. is Kind of what I was saying yeah. earlier, too. Like, yeah. it is. Just be present. Mm-hmm. Um, so our next question was for the mamas in waiting. Um, and Taylor and I have both been through mm-hmm. moments of waiting. Yeah. So, and we wanted to hear from you guys also how you're proud of yourself. But, Taylor, I want to hear from you. Like, what are you proud of yourself for yeah. overcoming in those times of waiting? Um, I would say this feels like a really dramatic statement, but I – but I think it's so true. I'm proud of myself for not crumbling because mm-hmm. it was it was such a hard season. We were walking through infertility. We also were walking through a really, like, hard, weird season of marriage. It was just a rough combination of things. Mm-hmm. And I – I mean, I cried so much and during that time. And But I am proud of my – I look – I can easily look back and just see – all of the negative and the mm-hmm. hard. But if I really like sit with it and think about it, like, and I'll talk about this more when we actually talk about infertility, I am so proud of myself for being brave mm-hmm. because I think what it was for me was, which we were talking about this recently, you and I were about moving through the fear. Oh my gosh. And not the being, fear. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it would paralyze me a lot of the time. Yeah. But the times that I chose to, like, actually move through it mm. and work against it, yeah, I feel really proud of myself for that. Um, you don't feel like it's bravery in the moment, but then when you look back, you're like, wow, that was bravery. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I am proud of myself. I feel like I could have had a lot of opportunities to totally run from God, but mm-hmm. I didn't. That was for sure, like, the most in tune I've ever felt with Holy Spirit and I'm proud of myself proud of myself for picking myself up because yeah. I felt very I was very alone during that time. Yeah. And I didn't let that like get me down. Um, but I do want to say something, Taylor. Isn't that the year that we met that you were going through most of it? Yeah, that? it was. Which is like so interesting because like we talked about this in our intro, like how we met. Mm-hmm. But like and we knew like I knew the t- the struggles that Taylor was going through, but like I don't see that part mm-hmm. of you. Like, even though you felt that yeah. you were, I know, and I know you were going through that, but like, you were so resilient through that, you know. So, like, and that's how I met you, and we Stop. became friends. Don't make me cry on the I know, we can't cry yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say that. No, but it's Thank true. Yeah. It I had to so think about true. that. That was yeah, that was that year. Yeah. Um. Okay. What about you? In the waiting, what are you proud of? So, um. Just a little bit of our background before we got pregnant with River, we had two miscarriages mm-hmm. and um, it was extremely hard. Um, I think like for me, what I look back on is a my relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, it just grew exponentially that I can't really wish it away. Mm-hmm. Like, even though that was the toughest year for us, like kind of like what you said, it's yeah. like you look back and that created a character in me that I just, mm-hmm. I would not take it back. Um, and I believe I will see my heaven babies one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also my relationship with David, like 
I, when you experience a loss or even like in the infertility, like you, you experience something with your partner that is so deep Mm -hmm. that like, I don't know, it just creates a connection that like, I don't know. Now I think that it has made us a better, like Mm -hmm. we're better parents together because of it. Um, so I am thankful for that. Like, it's really weird to say that I'm thankful for it, Mm -hmm. but I am like, and for the moms in waiting that are listening to this right now, we just, we truly, it just makes me very emotional because I, we know how you're feeling Mm -hmm. and like, it's so hard to say these things to someone that's in the waiting right now. Oh, completely. I hate it when people said these things to me, to be honest. Because it just doesn't. It never feels natural, and, like, nothing ever really feels good when people say It didn't feel helpful. You. Yeah. So we are going to have episodes. I mean, like, it's a part of both of our stories, so we'll be talking yeah. about it. But we we want to say that, like, it's never our intention for me to make anybody feel that way of, yeah. like, we don't want to just be, like, it's going to be fine. It's yeah. going to – there's another side of it. Right. Because, like – we still have not experienced biological parenthood. We would love to one day. I don't know if we yeah. will, but I'm quite frankly terrified of it. Yeah. So it's not like I don't I don't want people to hear from us, which I don't think we're saying, but it just feels like one of those things of I don't know, that just was hard for me in the waiting yeah, of like it is. It's so hard. Yeah. And like Taylor said, we're gonna touch on this to like in a you know, a deeper degree. Yeah. But like if you are in waiting, just know that like we understand and you really are not alone because yeah. it feel it is so isolating. So and nothing isolating. feels like it's gonna be better when you're in the moment. Yeah. And we understand that we're not saying like it's gonna get better. We don't know when it's gonna get better, you yeah. know, but like we're here for you and we just want you to know that. Yeah. Um so, okay, let me find my spot here. Okay. <laughs> Some answers from y'all. <laughs> Some answers from I know, y'all. I lost my place earlier. <laughs> um, of what you're proud of yourself for. And these are, going back, these yeah. are for the moms, moms in, in waiting. waiting, what you're proud of yourself for. In quotes, I now realize how strong I actually am, my perseverance to not give up on our growing family. Mm. It that is just good. like, yeah, that just gave me chills. Yeah. Um, another one is for speaking up for myself and telling my doctor my concerns mm, and needs. I feel some type of way about this. Yeah. Tay, you do have a story about this. I do. I I was going to, I think I've gone through four OBGYNs in Greenville. <laughs> Find one you like. Uh, that <laughs> is it. I, I think you need to figure out what feels most important to you in a doctor. Mm-hmm. For me, once we realized that we were like, gonna have a hard time getting pregnant or we didn't know if we could get pregnant or what we didn't know what the problem was um for me I realized very quickly with the doctor that I was at at the time that bedside manner was everything for me it is everything like I I don't need somebody like lying to me or like patting me on the back but Mm -hmm. I do need you to like talk to me about infertility with like a little empathy empathy kindness or yeah just I don't know there was like and we'll touch on this more later, but there was just a couple of things along the way that I was like, this just feels so unnecessary. And like, just, you know, maybe take a little bit of like a refresher course. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's so much information anyways. And like, it's not very, like, I know you need the information from your doctors, right? But like, I feel like it can be handled in a better way than like what your doctor was doing. Yeah. And I think just like this person said, like speaking up for yourself, because there were things that I was like, this feels off and no one knows your body better than you. Yes. And so like, obviously, yeah, you're not a medical professional. Yeah. So 
trust what they're saying. But yeah, speak up for yourself and say, this is kind of what my gut feels. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one, stopping ovulation tests. This Mm -hmm. is what one person said. Yeah. So I think for, did you feel this way too? Like you eventually stopped. Yeah. I eventually stopped. And I was taking uh, pregnancy tests every month before, before I had a missed period because I was just, I, I couldn't stop when I wanted to know as soon as possible. And it just was, I mean, the amount of sticks that I peed on, yeah, we'll never know how many. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, you literally pee on the stick, you put it in the trash can, and then an hour later you pull it out. And oh, yeah. the, it literally tells you not to do that, but yeah. you do but it anyways. Like, but there could be a line now. <laughs> yeah. But if there is one, it's probably yeah. not real, right? But, yeah, but letting go of that. Yes, and, and, and the just ovulation saying, test. Yeah, because it, it, it just becomes this two-week cycle, and it's – You live in a two-week cycle for sure, and that's exhausting, and it's not good mentally. Um, I will say for us too, like I did stop telling, and I didn't experience it to a long degree. It was about six months in between, but like I did stop telling David when I was ovulating Mm because I felt like it was putting unnecessary pressure. Yeah, Um, and I did stop. I just stopped the test too, so I totally agree with that. Um, Another one was not losing hope on trying after having an ectopic pregnancy. Mm, That has to be so scary. Yeah, I mean, because then. I think usually that is involved with the surgery and yeah, like, you know. Yeah, a lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then another one was focusing on my health, mm. getting thyroid and vitamin levels solid before rushing to try again. Oh, that's a good one. That is so good. Yeah. Like just taking care of yourself. Yeah, I was not like – we didn't have any like in-betweens of like – we like we didn't ever get pregnant, have a miscarriage or anything. So right. it's just a constant cycle constant. of trying. But I never did, like, a self-check of, like, maybe we should, like, take Mentally. a couple months off and yes. I should, you know, yes. so – and, like, maybe I should, like, be taking care yeah. of myself yeah. and I wasn't, so. And that's another thing. After having a miscarriage, there's obviously, like, a physical – there's mm-hmm. a time period that you have to get past in yeah. order to start trying again. But – Mentally, like I wasn't pre- prepared for how long it would take me mentally to get yeah. ready again, you yeah. know, because it like I'm sure you want to be in a good headspace. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. Well, we really appreciate y'all sharing those yes. things with us, moms in waiting. And we actually, I uh, we hadn't talked about if we were going to say this or not, but I'm just going to do it. <laughs> we are actually going to talk about infertility for our next episode. Yeah. So we would love for y'all to come back and listen. Mm-hmm. And um, probably going to cry a little bit, but that's cool. We're just going to prep for it. <laughs> we warned y'all that <laughs> <We did. laughs> there's going to be tears. <laughs> Um, okay, so next question. This was one of my favorites. Um, what do you love most about yourself as a mom? Mm-hmm. Car, hit me with it. Okay, so this actually like <laughs> took me a second to think about yeah, it. It's hard. It is hard. Um, but I do love how affectionate I am with my son. He, I don't know. We just we give a lot of hugs. We get a lot. We give a lot of kisses and. It's now being reciprocated from mm-hmm. him. And that's when it just like hit me He's that like we are so affectionate as a family and I love it so much. Yeah. Like it just I can I feel like he is loved well and he feels loved. He's never gonna like he's never gonna wonder if he's loved. Yes. And that is like really ultimately like even before David and I got pregnant, we said like that's what we wanted to be as parents. Like yeah. with our children to know that no matter what they did, mm-hmm. like we were gonna love them. We're yeah. not gonna like let them do whatever they want to, but we're yeah. gonna love them through no matter what they decide. Yeah. And I just feel like already we're like starting to build that bond with him because he's just the most affectionate little kid. That's so sweet. Yes. Um. So, anyways, what about you, Tay? So. I had an answer for this, then I changed it, and I'm going back to it. Carly, I have no clue what she's going to say. Carly was like, your first one was good. I think I just felt – I felt like I wasn't being genuine in it. Okay, my, I would say I love that I – how patient I am as a mom, mm-hmm. but that didn't feel genuine because this week has been so hard. <laughs> yeah. Because it, like – 
Patience like, has been real tried. Like, talk, it, I have cried. I haven't cried about, like, hardships as a mom in probably a couple weeks, maybe a couple months. And this week I've cried multiple times because yeah. uh, the child is trying me. <laughs> <laughs> she just is. But it, it's been really hard, and I feel like I haven't been super patient this week, so I felt like I wasn't being genuine saying that. But I think I am being genuine when I say that because it – I know that I'm going to have weeks that are harder, Absolutely. but it does come more naturally for me than it does for Neil, which Neil would say this. I'm not throwing him under the bus, but he Same would say this. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly wasn't expecting that of myself because yes. I'm not a very patient surprising. person. Not in for general. you, for me too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I didn't I'm, mean not, that. I'm not a super patient person in general, but it has surprised me that that has come very naturally for me with Sayla. I love that. So that would be. That would be mine. Um, and then some of y'all's answers were um, that my kids feel heard, mm. which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's so important for little kids, but also for, like, the older kids. Yes. You know? I've been actually, like, reading a lot and, like, listening to some podcasts that say when a child's, like, going through something, you mm-hmm. say, like, I understand you're feeling this way. Like, yeah. I hear you when you say this. Like, mm-hmm. even just saying that out loud, I think that does wonders for a kid yeah. to hear that from their parents. I think that's – I mean, that, like – that right there is what it's about, especially as your kids are going into those like formidable teenage years, like Absolutely. that they know that they can come home and they're going to feel heard. Yeah. Um, I think my friend that said this actually has teenagers, so that's awesome. Um, I love that I can stay calm and level with my kids most days. Mm. Um, and then I'll I love girl. this one, my ability to stretch myself, Ooh. which is just you can stretch yourself so much more yeah, than you, you think. have no idea what you're capable of yes. until kind of like what we've talked about with like. Being so exhausted, yeah. like mommy, zombie mom. Like okay, like before you had a, a baby, didn't you feel like if you got less than eight hours of sleep that you were like, oh, I was so tired, <laughs> so tired. And then now it's well, now we're at a really good. We sleep yeah. a lot, but like that first like four to six hour yeah. stretch, you felt like a new woman. It oh was like I'm alive. You can do anything, yes. truly. And now, now that we're sleeping, I mean, we're not sleeping twelve hours, but Sayla is, but. Right. Now that we're getting that seven eight hours of seven to eight hours of sleep, if we have like a bad night where she's it's waking up, worst. it feels so much it's worse so than dramatic. it did in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you're like your body's like not this again. It's like used to. I know PTSD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. The final question. Yes, this is actually something that Taylor asked, and I loved this because I didn't think about this, and she asked. What were three words that we use that you would use to describe motherhood, Taylor? What were yours? I don't think we've shared with each other yet. Um, so I, I'm sure that these change throughout motherhood. Mm-hmm. Like I think that I would be interested to like write these down every year and see. Ooh, I think that's a great idea. What happens to them? Like how they evolve? Yeah. Um. So for right now, mine are hard because mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> um. <laughs> joyful because it really like I had laughter and then I changed it to joyful but we are I feel like we're laughing a lot right now not at her sometimes because she's she is we think she's funny but just like happy laughing you know because she just it's kind of like the she's learning new things like what we've talked about it just is fun and then my last one right now is shared because Mm -hmm. motherhood for me is shared with Mm -hmm. Sayla's first mom her Mm -hmm. first mama her biological mom, um, and that to me, I think that will probably always be one of my words because uh, that's just a part of our journey. And, like, we – I don't think that there's a braver person in the world than Sayla's birth mom, and I will that's always – no one could ever convince me otherwise. So um, 
I think that shared is like always gonna be a part of motherhood for me, which I am so happy. I am so thankful that I get to share it with her. Mm -hmm. Um, What about you? So I would say um, rewarding. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we've already talked about like the hard parts of it, but it is rewarding. Um, Unconditional, just Mm -hmm. this literal love. Like when you have this child, you look at them and you're like, they're this unconditional. It's just like overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and then exposing. So Ooh, that's a good one. I was thinking about this, and I feel like when you become a mom, it really does expose parts of you. Mm-hmm. And most of them have been amazing. Yeah. Like things that you, like we've said, you didn't know that you could do or accomplish, or like yeah. just these character traits in you that come out. Like it exposes them. Yeah. It exposes some not so good things too. For sure. <laughs> but I really do think that like. Motherhood exposes who you are. I love and that. It's, That's a really good word. Yeah, I just – I love that. Um, and then some of y'all's answers, we – I love these because I, I, I think it was interesting. Some people interpreted these as like three separate words like mm-hmm. we kind of did and then some people did like a phrase. Yeah. Um, so one of them was hard but rewarding, mm-hmm. which is very similar to what I was saying too. Um, overwhelming, terrifying, fulfilling. Mm. Love yep. it. Uh, made for it. <laughs> yes, which I love, love. it. Um Guidance and unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Love poured out. I love that one. I do too. Um, this is my personal favorite. Worst and best thing. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Worst slash best, best thing. thing. <laughs> yes. It's so great. Um, another one was sacrifice, trials, joy. Um, another one was joy, heartbreak, wholeness. I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then precious, adventure, and scary. Scary is spot on. It's so good. Um, okay, so we really did. We loved this this question and loved hearing the answers. So mm-hmm. we want to hear from you guys too, our listeners, because we did this on our personal Instagram. So mm-hmm. um, if you went ahead to our Instagram on our latest picture, we're going to ask three words that you would use to describe motherhood. So we would love to hear from you. I can't y'all. wait to read these. Me either. Um, okay, Car, it's time to tell the people what we're what we've loving. Been loving. So hit me with a few things you're loving this week. Okay, so a girl in my small group from church, she. I'm sure this is, like, not new <laughs> to anybody else, but it was new to me. She says she listens to an audiobook while she does chores. Mm-hmm. Like, while the baby's sleeping, she does the dishes, like, laundry, whatever. And it's just so much more enjoyable. So I have been doing that, and it is, yeah. like, a game changer for yeah. me. Like, it's just not a mon- – like, it is monotonous, but it just makes it a little bit better, you yeah. know? Um, so I'm listening to – it's, like, a little bit of a thriller, like, murder mystery. Oh, yeah. So I'm, like – this book is really good because I have no clue what the ending is. Yeah. I, what book is it? Okay, the author is Harlan Coben, and I knew I was going to forget the name of it, but <laughs> we'll link it. Okay, <laughs> that's the worst. I'm sorry. Um, and then another thing I'm loving is it's called Tanologist. I need to get this. So I have never really had success with any sort of tanning lotion. Yeah. It just always turns me orange, or like my ankles look awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not gotten real sun in a long time and this stuff is amazing so I use the foam all over my body and Mm -hmm. then I spritz the water on my face the top of my hands and on my feet and it is so good and it's also clean so it's supposed to be like very clean I mean I'm not like that type of person I do try but like you know I'm not like extreme about it it, okay two questions does it take a long time to dry um sort of I mean that's fine I'm just wondering I would say like about an hour it's worth it to me to like set aside the time I mean you just walk around naked for a little yeah I mean I'm fine with it I'll put on real housewives and walk around I don't care I'm just wondering it does take a little bit of time I would say no okay that's a big one compared to the others that I've tried some of them smell so bad I mean it's not like there is a smell because David can usually tell but it's not like a horrible smell okay 
But I love it. It is. It it. looks good, and I'm in for it. Well, because I asked you what you use because you always have a good little glow, which is amazing to me because it's not real. Like I'm probably vitamin D deficient. Like I genuinely just think that you're just more tan than I am. Well, I'm not. So (laughs) fooled me. (laughs) Next thing, um, we got the so River had the maxi cozy like infant car seat, Mm -hmm. and we just upgraded to the convertible car seat. And Mm, this this sounds like such a silly thing to say that I'm loving, but like it has drastically changed our lives because he's always. Hated the car seat, and we have changed to this, and like it has made my life so much easier because he is sitting up and he loves it. Yeah, he can see out the window, and he's like just chats back there by himself, and like it just makes car rides so enjoyable. I used to hate the car. That's a big deal because it's a huge. You're in the car a lot. (laughs) A lot. What about you, Day? What are you loving? Okay, so right now I'm loving Cycle Bar. So if anybody doesn't have a Cycle Bar, it's like it's similar to Soul Cycle. It's just a cycling studio. Okay. Um. I've never done it. I love it. It's yes. so fun. But I, you said you don't like cycling, right? I'm just like, I feel like it hurts. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying like I do work out, but yeah. I'm saying like it hurts like I'm always sore. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, like, it's down like down there, a, like my yeah, butt. Yeah, it definitely, it'll get your butt. But <laughs> it, I love the dark room and the loud music and yes. the instructors. Like, it I is just, a vibe. It's my moment yeah. to shine at Cycle Bar. <laughs> she has arrived. Taylor has arrived. The new Taylor has arrived. But I, so I want, I really want to get a Peloton, but I'm like torn on if it's yeah, worth it or not. I know several people that have one and they love it. I think I'm, I think that that would be like a, when we have another kid, that would be something I, we would maybe get because I yeah. just don't see myself making it to the gym all the yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Um, Another thing I'm loving, this feels silly because this is a podcast, but podcasts. I feel like I go through like stages where I listen yeah. to them all the time and then stages where I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. So I have several favorites, but the one that I can't get enough of right now, which I feel like you would like to, is called Even the Rich. Ooh. Even the Rich. Um, and because I like, I love Wait, celebrity. I think you about this. Was it like the Kardashians? Yes, one? yes. Okay. You know I love the Kardashians. Yes. Well, okay. me too. Yeah, obsessed. I'm a Kardashian stan. Um, <laughs> I love celebrity gossip i love reality tv same i just can't get enough i'm not ashamed of it um so even the rich does like basically like an expose story but they did like a whole one on their kardashians where it just like takes you through their whole journey it's mainly focusing on kim it's fascinating they did one on britney britney spears oh my gosh britney Britney. Britney. (laughs) seriously (laughs) we did not even plan that no it's so I need to. It's honestly to this. alarming hearing her whole story that I thought I knew, but I didn't. And there it's was like, one night where David and I went into a dark hole yeah. of like investigating her stuff, and Dude, it is just like I could go you know. On a whole I used tangent. to pray for Brittany when I was like young, like That's so sweet. like when I was literally like eight. Yeah, I would pray for her before I went to bed. That's so sweet because you, <laughs> you loved her so much. I loved her so oh, much. I've always so been a Brittany fan, so it is actually like very upsetting. To it me. is. It's very like no jokes. Like all jokes aside, it is very it's sad, upsetting. but. They have one on um, Princess Diana, JFK. Ooh. Like, it's just all – they're basically just, like, pulling information from different yeah. sources but, like, running through the whole thing for you. I love that. And the two girls who host it have, like, an awesome vibe between each other. Like, they're – I really love listening to them. Um, and my last one is Reading Before Bed, which mm-hmm. I'm trying to be better about because yes. the screen time is an issue. Yes. So I just finished The One to Watch, which was basically, like, The Bachelorette. But um, the Bachelorette was like a was a plus size. Oh, 
uh, lead, and it was so good. Yeah. Highly recommend. And then I'm about to start The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue because so many people have recommended it. So trying to be better about reading. I've been doing that recently, actually. David and I will both get in bed and read together before mm-hmm. bed, and it is like, I think it's a game changer. It yeah, it helps, helps me, me sleep, sleep better. better. Yeah. Yes, and I'm reading The Night- Nightingale right now, which I yeah. think you would really like. It's about... It's been on my Kindle for a really long time. <laughs> is that terrible? I just asked that. It is about World I'm War II, re- yeah. Okay. I'm really bad at history. <laughs> um, it is. It's really good, though. Yeah. You, need to, you need to read that. Um, so, yeah, that is our episode. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed it. And as always, thank you so much for getting messy with us. Um, we cannot wait to see you next see week. See you next week, guys. <laughs>